Welcome to Kitzah B'Kitzah, we are up to Simon Pei, the halachas of Esurah Shabbos, Sif Pei Dalet. A clothing press, right? It's two pieces, two giant planks, and you squeeze them together over a baguette. If it's used as a household item, it's not a commercial product, so you're allowed to open it on Shabbos and take out your clothing that you need on Shabbos in Yom However, you're not allowed to actually press clothing on Shabbos because that takes a while to do. These presses had, didn't have heat in them. It was just the weight of the item and it took a long time to do it. At least a day. So if you're putting in a baguette on Shabbos, that's achona for after Shabbos. However, if it's a press that you know a laundromat would use, that you're not even allowed to open on Shabbos because since it's, it closes very tightly, opening it is akin to stira and even if it was already open before Shabbos you're not allowed to take clothing out of it for Shabbos because you have a gazera that you might come to open it next Shabbos when it's closed next halacha if someone has a bench and the legs came off so you're not allowed to put those back in even loosely definitely also to put it in tight that would be makabapatish or boyne you're also not allowed to lean this bench on another bench unless someone sat on the on these stacked benches before Shabbat. Because otherwise you're turning this broken bench into a functional bench. What you are allowed to do is you're allowed to put a board on two benches or chairs or on two planks of wood, you know, two uh, tree trunks. So you can make like a makeshift bench on Shabbat. As long as these bench holders were already designated before Shabbos for this. Otherwise, they're muksa. Next, halacha. A clock or a watch. Even if it's running, you're not allowed to wind it up on Shabbos or Yomtif so that it shouldn't stop. On the second day of a Yomtif, a Yomtif Shani, some are mekel, as long as the watch is still ticking. However, you're not allowed to wind it up so that it'll st still tick after Yom Tov is over. That's a chono. For a chayla, some are matter. It could be mekel if you can't find a guy to do it. The Buddha says you even allowed to ask a guy to wind it if the watch stopped on Shabbos. Next, halacha. So when it comes to Makabit Patish, the 38th of Melacha, there is a gezerah medarabonon not to use any instruments because you might come to do Makabit Patish to fix it on Shabbos. So you're not allowed to make any musical noises with a clee, with an instrument, or even with your body, except for your mouth. You're allowed to sing, you're allowed to whistle. Even just snapping your fingers or tapping them on a, on a board on the table to rattle uh, with, with a nut or a, a bell for uh, a rattle for, for a, a baby to get him to stop crying. That's awesome. It's awesome to clap. It's awesome to dance. These things go along with music. That's part of the xera. Like on Simchas Torah, there it's mutter to clap and dance. It's still usher to use the rattles, and definitely can't use musical instruments. And Mr. Brewer talks about in some places where they hang bells on the Sefer Torah. It is mutter to bang on a table loudly if it's not in a musical form to just wake somebody up. Next, the kitchen tells us that you are allowed to make sounds that aren't musical. So you're allowed to knock on a door, so just so that the person opens it. Some, some even answer that if you're using a door knocker. 
since it's miyuchad for that. That's what the door knocker is for, for to ring a doorbell. So if someone has a clock that chimes on the hour, a grandfather clock, and it's only going to chime, you have to, you have to push or, or pull something, pull some strings, and that's what those strings are for, it's also to do that on Shabbos. Even though Be'etzim, it's only meant to tell the time. And it's not a musical instrument. But since it's miyuchad for making that bell noise, it gets the din of a musical instrument. You are allowed to wind it up before Shabbos to make it chime on Shabbos. Next, halacha. If someone is guarding his fruits from animals and birds, he's not allowed to clap his hands or to bang his hands on his thighs. He's not allowed to stomp his feet in order to chase them away the way he does during the week. And that might come to throwing a rock at the animal, which would be saw. Mishabura says you are allowed to clap your hands in it with a shinoi, like clapping the back of one hand into the palm of the other. Next, the kids, it teaches us, another gzera, and now that I play with nuts on the ground, or marbles, anything like that, jacks, kugeluch, even if it's a paved floor, on a table or on a mat is okay. But on the floor, as a gazera, you might come to do it on the dirt. However, if there are women or children that are doing this, since they definitely won't listen, it's better that they should be shaking them and not mezidin, and don't tell them. Don't make, don't protest. Next, halacha. Next, the kitchen tells us that Folding clothing gets very complicated on Shabbos, so don't fold any clothing. That might be makabapatish if you're trying to get rid of the creases. The Shulchan Aruch is meiko if you're folding it not on its original creases. But the Mishabura says to me, if someone has a, a, a garment, a towel, a, or a towel, or a tablecloth that caught fire, you're allowed to pour water on it. Not water, you're allowed to put, pour anything besides for water on it, any juice on a place where the fire isn't actually burning, so that when the fire gets to that spot, it'll go out by itself. What are you not allowed to pour on it? Even not on the fire. That's because of kibos, of toldemalabe, uh, and of laundering. Of course, if it's pekoach nefesh, and you put it out right away. Next, halacha. The final halacha in simin pei. Very exciting. Regarding preparing for during the week, one is not allowed to make his bed on Shabbos for Matzah Shabbos. Even though there's plenty of time left to Shabbos, and he might take a nap, he could take a nap on Shabbos. If, if his das is for Matzah Shabbos, then he's preparing for a weekday, and that's also. The Mishabura says that if it's making his house look messy, then he's allowed to clean up, tidy up his house on Shabbos by making his bed. Rav Moshe discusses whether a mother is allowed to put her children into pajamas so that she can put them to sleep after Abdullah, and he says that if they play in their pajamas before going to bed, so they're going to be playing in their pajamas on Shabbos, or their clothing is filthy and she wants them to be wearing, you know, clean pajamas. Those are things that are going to be happening on Shabbos, that'll be okay, but if it's only just to save her some time after Abdullah, then it would be also to change them into PJs on Shabbos. Have a wonderful day!